Hi, friends, and welcome back to The Sesh. I am Kendall. And I'm Janelle. And welcome back to you as well, Ken. Thank you. We Happy to you. be here. Yes. I missed you guys too. And it, it's always weird watching the episodes without me there because I'm always like, oh, I would have said this yeah. or I want to jump into the conversation. Of course. I know. Um, but it, even when I was recording without you there, I kept being like, oh, I wish I could get Kendall's opinion on this or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, overall, the episode was pretty well received. So yeah. I appreciate you guys sticking with me. Really well received. Just us two. Half of our crew is missing. Sydney, we missed you too. Sydney's yeah. back this week. Yeah, you guys did a great job. I was super, super impressed. And yeah, I, I was kind of bummed out I wasn't there because I had a lot to say on the Tana situation. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty fucking pissed about that I and know. definitely had thoughts. But um like Janelle said, I've been going through a hard time, which I feel so weird that every week for over a month now, we've been coming on the show saying that. and saying that. And sometimes yeah. I'm like, are we just whiny babies? But I know we're <laughs> not because I'm telling you, we we're strong people and we really have been going through thing after thing after thing. Like, yep. just uh, and a lot of it we haven't gotten into. Some of it I've kind of shared. Um but I had something pretty bad happen to me last week that I'm still emotionally getting over. And I do want to open up about it at some point because I think sharing my story will help not only me, but other people as well. Mm -hmm. And I just need more time to heal yeah. before I'm ready to really open up about it. But I wanted to thank all of you who left me such not like such kind loving comments, truly wishing good things for me, praying for me, um, setting intentions for me. It just was so heartwarming, even when you have no idea what I'm going through. Um, just knowing how many people care about me and you and yeah. all of us, it's kind of wild because, you know, we don't know you, you right. don't owe us anything, you know, right. and it sometimes amazes me that people care so much. I couldn't agree more. But it's so well said. Yeah. After opening up to you guys about my little health thing last yeah, week. And you I too, mean, God, yeah. the amount of support and the amount of people's stories that I read of people who have lost someone to cancer or know someone who's fighting or some of you were saying you're fighting now. Like, uh, it just really touched me. And mm -hmm. I'm just so grateful for this community. And I'm me too. Again, like I can't tell you enough, my heart goes out so deeply to those who are impacted by cancer because, yeah, it's just wild. Yeah, there were a lot of really intense, heavy comments coming in. And um, I think it's, you know, I think when we kind of got the idea of doing this show from the beginning, our first idea was we're going to make this really positive, funny show where yeah. we're just going to constantly be laughing and filling everyone up and it'll just be your positive space. I think we even called it like a bullshit like, fest. No, well, that was the first idea. <laughs> that was the very that was first the birth idea. of the show. It was supposed to be called like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit sesh. <laughs> we're like, all right, we don't Maybe want it to not. just be bullshit though. Yeah. The more we thought about it, we're like, we actually have some good things yeah, to say. Exactly. It's not all going to be bullshit. <laughs> um, but when we started this, we, yeah, I think we called it a, positive podcast or something. I can't remember. Dose of positivity or something like that. And um, I still feel like our show is very much that, yeah. you know, we are still talking about um, 
even if it's harder things, hopefully we are spreading positivity in a way exactly. and helping other people. And building a community of like a safe yeah. space. And I just, I guess when I started this, I didn't know how many people would actually be interested to hear about personal things going on or if they would care. Sure. You know, I just didn't right. realize. So it's just so cool to see how this show has developed mm -hmm. and that we can have really serious discussions and that we feel safe to do so. Yes. Um, I, I mean, like I said, I'm going to be opening up about what I've been going through soon. And the only reason I'm going to do that is because I have this platform. I mean, I would never go to my main channel because no. it's just it's so different. Yeah, it is. It's a different group of people here. And it really does feel like a safe space, as weird as that may seem. Even though it's to like people, still like, on the Internet. Yeah, it's a bunch of strangers watching yep. you. Of course, there's still people that say mean things yeah, and whatever. Is what, but it's what just like is. it's overwhelmingly positive and leaves me with so much joy every Sunday when we get to post this Same. show and see these comments. I'm getting emotional because <laughs> it really meant a lot to me. Just people randomly tweeting me like really kind things. I, I, yeah. Really kind things that just meant the world to me over the last couple of days. And I know I probably missed a lot of them, but just thank you. I know you don't even know me personally. You don't owe me anything and you don't even know what's going on and you still care so much. So mm -hmm. sometimes it's just I'm very, very thankful for this job and for all of you. And yeah. Yeah. Before I just start <laughs> no, crying immediately, it's just, I've been very emotional lately. You couldn't have said it better yourself. Like, I mean, or I couldn't have said it better myself. Wow. <laughs> Thank huh, you. Really, really working. My brain's working great today. But truly, I mean, I was, it was amazing how many comments were like sending my love to Kendall. Yeah. I was scrolling through Twitter, seeing things. Mm -hmm. It's just so, so nice. And like you said, you know, you guys don't owe us anything, you know, and no. the fact that you not only like want to sit and watch us talk about whatever, but then like you go out of your way to leave a comment or to tweet or a DM, you know, those don't go unnoticed by any no. means. And mm -hmm. we cannot, we truly cannot thank you enough yeah. for that type of support. Um, it's amazing. And you guys, truly feel like my friends. And when yeah. I was just like a viewer on YouTube, as I've been for 10 years, when people said that, I'm like, what does that mean? Like, yeah. what do you mean <laughs> friends? Like, you don't too. even know these people. I think you're kind of just like, you know, sucking, sucking up, up to them. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. really, I, I'm so genuine when I say that. I feel like you guys are my friends. And sometimes I think about like, oh, I'm posting this on the internet. What if like other people from high school or people I knew in my past, like I would never want them to like know all these things that I'm going through. But then I'm like, but I don't care about the, like you no, guys, like yeah. I trust you guys. Exactly. In the weirdest way. I've never met you. At least I haven't met yeah. all but two of you I've met, but like <laughs> other than that, you know, I just, I still feel like really safe and like, I can trust you guys with opening up. Yeah. And I know that you guys can feel the same as you guys open up in the comments and nothing makes me happier when I see a comment and there's other sessions on that comment, like supporting each other or yes. relating to each other. Like that is so cool. We built a community. I genuinely feel like, and I just couldn't be more grateful for having the opportunity to reach thousands of people. That's crazy. I com I completely like now I agree with everything you said. <laughs> I mean, totally. It's it's not something that you can really understand. And I think with a smaller audience too, it mm -hmm. feels even um, better in a way. Yeah. Like you'd think the more subscribers, the better. But like that's more when intimate. it gets hard to keep up with comments and to remember. I remember when I first started YouTube, I would recognize usernames and at some point I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't remember all of them. I would lose, like lose track of the ones I did remember. Yeah. And 
um, I've kind of gotten that all back with the sesh because it's so much smaller. And now I can, yeah. I recognize people I'm like, oh, the same, that same person. Oh, I know yep. their story already. And mm-hmm. um, it really does feel like friends. And I think a lot of people can relate to that, even if you're not on the internet, like in a creative sense. Um, I know Josh has made genuine friends just from video gaming and that's meeting people on Discord or meeting people on Twitter. And I think that's, way more common and that's just true. the age that we're yeah. in that it's a great point and i think open. going through the pandemic has really people yes. have really turned to the internet for support because yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. now it's been harder to see people and make those connections in person and i get it like when you're going through something hard hearing someone else's story or yes. having even something similar or you can relate to their feeling just makes you feel not alone especially if you don't happen to have a lot of family support or friends support in your life or you live somewhere where you don't have any friends right now or whatever your case may be, I think the internet can be such a saving grace for so many people yep. really. So, and it, it really is for me. I agree. And I think some people are like, why, why are you going to open up about certain things? But obviously there's things I don't open up about. And I know like when I'm comfortable with it and when yeah. I'm not, and I know that opening up eventually about what's going on is really going to going to help me. Yeah. I agree. And help others. Help others. Which too. will make me feel better. It's right. just this karmatic circle that. Yeah. Making enjoy. more connections <laughs> and realizing like yeah. so many people go through s- such similar things. And when in a time when you feel so alone, you know, ha- having someone be like, hey, I know, here's my story. I, yeah. I, I understand. I can empathize with you is really wonderful. Yeah. So thank yeah. you guys. Yes. Love you guys. Truly. Like, I mean that. <laughs> We're like getting so sappy over here. Sorry, but I just wanted to like. This should be called make- the sap. The, the sap. <laughs> the sappy sesh. Maybe we should title it that. The sappy, sappy sesh. sesh. Well, not the- everything that we're talking about is sappy. No, no. Well, I mean, I guess in a way it's, it's disturbing. This is going to be definitely a difficult episode, but we wanted to talk about this. We've already gotten so many requests to discuss this, and I think it's. Um, a distraction for us right now to just be able to focus on something else as horrible as this is. um, Wow. Yeah. I am just fucking blown away by this. Never thought something like this could happen. Never imagined something just wow. So as you probably saw from the title today, we are going to be talking about the Astroworld Fest in Mm -hmm. Houston um, that was hosted by Travis Scott. Yep. Or organized by yeah. Travis Scott, I should say. Yep. And um, about the multiple casualties from the event, mm-hmm. the hundreds of injuries, and a lot of other scary reports. Yeah. So we're going to kind of be going through what we know so far. Mm-hmm. It is very early on. Mm-hmm. This just happened. We are recording this on Monday. This happened Saturday night. Right. Friday night. Friday. Friday, oh, Friday, Friday, Friday night. night. Okay. Friday night. Thank you, Curly. And we're going to try to get this episode out Wednesday or Thursday this week instead of Sunday, just so that it is still a little bit closer to when we're mm-hmm. recording. Um, so, yeah, if you see an episode drop early, that's why. Yes. Uh, but yeah. And before we get started, I just wanted to quickly talk about the victims that we are aware of at this point. Um, Um, We're hearing that there were, I mean, all a lot, a lot of minors, all young people Mm -hmm. think the oldest victim is 27. The ages range from 14 to 27. Yep. There was a ninth grader, 14 year old, 16 year old dancer. Um, There are also young people, really young people that have been hospitalized like kids 
Yeah, it's it's just absolutely horrific. So we know of John Hilgert. He was the 14-year-old. He was a student athlete. He loved to play sports, including flag football and baseball. There's Brianna Rodriguez, 16 years old, who was a student dancer. Beautiful girl. Just can't imagine her mom's completely heartbroken. Best friends that attended the concert, Franco Patino and Jacob Juranek, who were 21 and 20. There's also Danish Beg, I'm pretty sure is how you pronounce his last name. He was 27 years old and he died saving his fiance Ugh. during the concert, according to his brother. So heartbreaking. Yeah, it's absolutely devastating. There was also Axel Acosta, who was 20, 21 years old and a computer science student from uh, Washington. And he traveled there to see the show with his aunt. Mm-hmm. Also, Rodolfo Pena, 23 years old, aspiring border patrol agent. Oh, wow. He loved music, dancing, and cowboy gear, and his eldest sister, Jennifer. Also, Madison Debisky, 23 years old, and she had just graduated from the University of Mississippi. God, so many young people. It's tragic. And I believe that is all of the names that have been released at this point when we are recording. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, there will probably be more, and the number of people who passed away is also expected to increase as there are several people clinging to life right now in the hospital. Yeah. So this is just a tragedy, I think, beyond anyone's imagination. Yes. You know, you'd think with numbers like this that it would have been some type of attack, mm-hmm. you know, Sadly, that's violence. Where our, that's where my mind goes immediately. Yep. That's what I first thought when I saw that people were being reported, but then very quickly figured out what actually had happened. Um, It sounds like people died from a variety of different reasons. Mm -hmm. And it's, they're still obviously investigating how, what happened to each person in each situation. So it's going to take a long time. This will come out. We'll learn more and more over, you know, the next months to years. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is going to definitely change the course of, um, live music and especially festivals. I would hope that this is going to make some type of, I don't know, more, more regulations need to be put into place. Um, Mm -hmm. More people need to be held account. Artists need to be held accountable if they are irresponsible with their performances and encouraging their fans to do reckless things. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's just crazy how this all happened and that I feel like a lot of it could have been avoided. Oh, uh, if absolutely. Not most of it. This so. definitely could have been avoided. And the more we learn about it, the more obvious that really is. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about what Astroworld Festival is, or it's also being referred to as Astrofest. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a music festival that was held in Houston, Texas, which was headlined and organized by Travis Scott and held at NRG Park. It was the third year that this festival was held, and the first one was in November of 2018. And if you aren't aware, um, Travis Scott is um, the one who is married to Kylie Jenner, and they are currently expecting another child, and they have a a baby together, Stormy, as well, who was at the concert. Mm -hmm. Yep. At the concert. And she wasn't the only child there, sadly, which we will talk more about. Um, So the performers this year included SZA, the baby, that motherfucker. He's still there. 
I told you, his ass is coming back. He's like, put the baby out of the crib, bitch. I'm time to perform. The baby is out of the crib, apparently. (laughs) Um, Bad Bunny was also there and Roddy Rich. I would have loved to see SZA. Yeah, that would have been sweet. I almost said Caesar. 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 <laughs> Julius Caesar. <laughs> um, but anyway, no one prepared for this tragedy that would happen. Um, like we said, November 5th. The Friday night crowd at the festival was totally sold out. Sold out. All the tickets had been sold out. So there was a ton of people there. I think there were about 50,000 people, which I've read reports that there could have been more. And we'll touch on that in a second. Um, no, there definitely was. Y- yeah. There definitely You're right. was. Okay. Way so, more than tickets that were, were sold. Were sold. Yes. Um, so anyways, it was so tightly packed that people were basically crushed into each other and trampled. They were gasping for air. I mean, we'll watch some videos. Um, mm-hmm. And we're trying, not, we're trying not to like react to anything too graphic because there's some stuff on online that's like oh, yeah. really, really dark. Really horrific, very triggering. And also, you know, there's always a chance that one of the victims is in the footage. Right. You know, and I don't want to like, I just, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we've chosen carefully about what footage we're going to be sharing. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean, basically this tragedy happened because people were absolutely swarming the front of the stage, pushing up against Mm -hmm. everybody as hard as they could. And like we said, this caused eight people to pass away as of now and tons injured. And because of this, obviously the next day, Saturday was canceled. Um, so, I mean, I guess you could note that obviously it'd be canceled. It's now a crime scene, essentially. Mm-hmm. So authorities have launched an investigation. But again, it's so early on when we're mm-hmm. recording this. Like, we'll probably know more when it comes out. But you guys had really wanted us to talk about this. And we felt like it was appropriate to do so as well. Like, I'm not just going to, like, ignore this. This is a no, crazy incident. So horrific. Even though we don't have all the facts, we still wanted to kind of talk about our what we know so far and our thoughts. And one of the most horrific things about this entire situation is the fact that the show obviously continued on for so long after they knew that this was a mass casualty event. They mm-hmm. were alert alerted by police that this was a considered a mass casualty mm-hmm. and they continued the show for 40 minutes. They brought Drake out after that point, yeah. which only made everyone go even more crazy. Oh, God. Um, but 582 police officers were assigned to this festival and they weren't able to do shit. And there was also 755 security officers that are employed by Live Nation, which is the company that put the event together. They do tons of festivals. They do over 100 festivals a year. Thousands and thousands my of concerts. Mind. I'm like, this is not some fucking Joe right. Blow uh, event no. coordinator. This is Live Nation. Or it's not like Travis Scott's own new team right. he put together, something like that. Yeah, it's Live Nation, which yeah. is really going to be where most of the blame lies. Yeah, for sure. So we will get more into the timeline and kind of how this all happened and go through the footage that we've seen mm-hmm. um, right after we take our first break. All right, so let's kind of go through the timeline, like we said, and we're going to react to multiple videos. Most of these are on TikTok. Um, God, there's a lot of footage, though. Holy crap. Even just last night, I was scrolling through it, and the amount of stuff that people have posted is just wild. Yep. It's it's honestly insane. It's wild. Like, um, and it just seemed like complete chaos throughout the day. Um, yeah. Obviously, people got in. There's, I'm sure a lot of you have seen the footage of people just going right through the barriers. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Because there is a 
mad rush through the gates. It seemed like security just couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, Harold. Oh yeah, here's the video of it. We're playing. Oh, God, it's insane. People are literally like flying over each other. Like there's absolutely Hundreds. no regard. No regard. No. Nope. What is going on? People are falling left, right, and center. This is. I know someone could have died right, right there. there. Someone steps on your head. You're. I mean, it's. it's the wild. show should have been canceled and called off at that moment. As soon as that happened. I mean, I don't know why there wasn't security guards figuring because usually GA, at least the GA shows I've been to, it's pretty like you can't there's no storming people or running through people or, or if the crowd starts to get rowdy, then security's like, all right, cut, cut the shit. Like everyone calm down. We'll just wait here as long as we need to. Like, but well, this know. is like a different type of crowd, I feel, because Travis Scott has this whole, you know, he's always encouraging people to rage there's videos of him telling people to hop barriers fuck the security come yeah. on up but if you want to get in this pit this is your last chance right now oh here they come Ray, tyler get it get it get it come it busy los come it come it let's go i see him i see him So he, I think that's like what his fan base kind of thinks that's okay. Yeah. Maybe not all of the, obviously not all of them. Right, right, right. But those types of people. Um, and this is also his hometown. So the crowd there is just extremely pumped. And mm -hmm. this is kind of how his festivals and his concerts seem to be. Not this bad, obviously, ever. But right. Um, that's kind of what the fans who go over and over again are used to. Right. Um, yeah. Gives but, a good point. I mean, the show should have been called off at that point once there were hundreds of extra people at the venue. That's just breaking <laughs> fire code. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. But then I read that the venue could have held over 200,000 people yeah. if it was a, if it was done correctly, that this was technically not breaking fire code. But I just don't think they had the preparation yeah. of of housing that many people in a safe and like successful manner. Well, I'm sure the the steps for setting up an event for 200,000 people is very different, different. than 50,000 people right. and obviously needs way more not that 200,000 people were there, but way over what was planned. Right. They need to have more security, more things set up, more water stations, exactly. more medics, all yep. of that. Absolutely. And none of that was done. At least one person was hurt in in the rush going into the venue, which and I'm surprised there wasn't more honestly. Yeah. Oh, there was there was only one. Yeah, okay. I guess reported. I don't know. I again, this is just what we know. This yep. is just what we can figure out. And there's right going to be so much more because there will be more people that share their stories. They might right. not be talking for legal reasons, and lawsuit after lawsuit is going to reveal more information yeah. as time goes on. But we also found out that before the show, the Houston police chief actually visited Travis Scott and expressed him directly, not just his team, mm -hmm. and expressed his concerns about the energy in the crowd that is wild yep he said he believed that there was a quote robust plan in place for this event no that was the fire oh, chief. sorry the fire chief yes. yeah different different chief so he was warned by Mult multiple people yeah. and i don't know if the fire chief warned him directly or if they just you know said that to live nation yeah wild <sighs> yeah so yeah like we said there was the occupancy limit was limited to fifty thousand people even though it you know that space could theoretically hold two hundred thousand, but I don't think it was, there was no, there were not enough resources for even the 50,000 that were supposed to come. Cause obviously more people came. Like we said, people were like sneaking in. I mean, this, mm -hmm. the thing that's crazy is that 
I'm pretty sure there was only one entrance into the festival. And the fact that people were still able to come in just shows that there must have been a lack of fencing or just barricades or something because i'm sure people were just finding different ways to kind of like sneak in themselves and not go through security yeah also i was um from tiktok side watching stuff there was this one girl who was sharing her experience and saying that like even the um the covid checkpoint was Uh a joke and that security was a joke because like even going to red rocks or any any Mm -hmm. concert they check your bag make sure you don't have any anything on you proof of vax exactly proof of vax this girl said that it was a joke that literally mm. nothing was checked. Um, wow. It was, it wow. was like, they didn't do anything. And also I just don't really understand how like they would allow literally hundreds of people to literally stampede through the entrance. Cause there, it, there was only the one entrance that, that I read about. Mm-hmm. As well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that, so like, I don't know everything... if those barricades were the entrance could have been a different no, point. No, I think the entrance was um, Travis head, Travis, Travis's head. Oh, oh right you're you right mean? like that it was like walk through the, going through his the mouth or whatever right yeah yeah, yeah. and that's kind of always been their thing right, right they did that like for stormy world, world yeah mm-hmm. birthday party <laughs> yeah the big mouth thing mm-hmm. yeah um yeah that's that's really bad that's really bad especially this day and age like there needs to be top-notch security at concerts mm-hmm. unfortunately that's just what we've come to in america at least um because people cannot cannot handle themselves so and i guess with outdoor events like this they're like no occupancy permits required hmm. actually interesting for an outdoor festival that's uh, interesting because maybe know. they can't i just i don't understand i just don't understand anyways um, so also just the <laughs> the merch line there were people already crowd surfing in the merch line it was just complete chaos throwing things like it was just wild from start to finish from people who were there pushing people were fighting and then a lot of people have posted videos and just reported online about some very strange music mm-hmm. that was playing before the talent actually came on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, I think we have a clip of it. Yeah, we do. do. We? Let's just play a quick clip of it. Yeah. And uh, you might want to skip that part if you're a little sensitive to sounds or frequency beats. Yeah. It's people weird. reported feeling sick after. So let's go ahead and watch yes. it. So this is just obviously incredibly annoying. And one interesting that thing that happened is a lot of people, you know, obviously it's TikTok and you can't verify that these people are actually there, but right. There's a lot of people who are talking about how that music made them feel sick mm-hmm. ahead of time and that before they, the show even started causing them were, some to faint and mm-hmm. feeling numb. And it's so annoying. I could see how that would just that especially if you're so drinking annoying. and you're hot and dehydrated, yeah. you know, that well, would just add to it. It's also a music festival. So like people are doing festality things. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? They're you partaking know I mean? in many things. Oh. And I'm just saying like that music, that repetitive music, like even hearing it, that little bit of it, it makes your heart pump fast. You know what I mean? Like that is like a, it's, and it's, it's just, it is like mind numbing and it's Mm -hmm. just so like, I just, you, why would you want to be in an environment like that at a music festival? And like just that constantly playing over and over and over and over again, that is, that is sickening. Literally sickening. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I, I, that's why I I don't ever go to things like this. I could never, like I'll go to a concert here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, but crowds really freak me out and especially loud 
situations. It just overwhelms my brain. I just, I can't, <laughs> I would never be able to go to like Lollapalooza, especially for days. I don't know how people, I don't know how people, like, it's amazing to me that people know yeah. that festival i mean god props to you because i go yeah. to a, a dead show two days in a row and afterwards i'm like okay well, yeah like, i would have to bring earplugs or something so exhausted. like honestly yeah, like that's exhausted. why this kind of this this event or this incident this incident that's why this incident really like made me feel especially weird because i love these environments i yeah, you thrive do. off of you love music shows. festivals i love shows i love all that shit so like seeing this and seeing how un seeing how like unbothered scott was by his his crowd um yeah. mm -hmm. is just like that much more like sickening to me because i would expect the person who i'm paying to go see money and who i admire and who i love to care enough for their audience to you know to pay attention you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah so that's i don't know i don't know i just think that it's that's just another little point that i don't know no, I totally agree. I have a lot to say about Travis Scott when we get to it here in a second. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about this one person specifically, Casey Wagner. He was talking about his experience and he remembers that the he felt like the energy completely shifted around 30 minutes before the be like the countdown, I guess you could say the timer began. Um, and he said that his friends found themselves reaching for each other, but they were quickly separated and were trampled under piles of bodies. His leg was stuck under someone for a bit. Oh he feels like that they had to go into survival mode and he could only hear people screaming for help. He said that he lost all hope and thought he was going to die because his leg was stuck oh my and God. he was fighting for his life. That's hell on earth. And he said he what didn't think he would ever see his best friend again. Oh, I can't imagine the trauma. And then now so many people are talking to about survivor's guilt. Mm -hmm. The people who did make it out, yep. like how, oh, it's just, it's so traumatic. One other interesting thing I wanted to mention, going back to the music that was making people sick, um, SZA, after she did her performance, it was earlier in the day, she said that she was, she announced on stage that she was going to stay for Travis Scott's performance yeah. and that she wanted to, to meet up with fans or Maybe she's going to do a meet and greet. She wanted to meet fans. Okay. Um, but after her performance, she felt really sick hmm. while she was waiting around with that music. Interesting. And she thought she got some type of bug or maybe caught COVID or yeah. something. So she immediately left huh. and she posted a, some, a story on something um, while she was getting an IV and just talked about how disappointed she was. She didn't get to see Travis and didn't get to meet any of her fans, um, but that she thought she had some type of bug. So I thought that was wow. kind of interesting yeah, because interesting. so many people reported yep. similar symptoms. I mean, there was hundreds. Well, I guess we don't know. It's been kind of up and down with the reporting. Some places are reporting hundreds are injured or in the hospital or felt sick. Yep. Uh, just different numbers being kind of reported everywhere. It's not very clear, but it seems that many people were feeling ill and you wonder mm -hmm. why. Um, yeah. And there's a couple of reasons why, which, yeah, we'll get more into that. Um, this other girl, her name is Madeline Eskins. And, uh, again, she was interviewed by CNN and she came out and said that, yeah, the countdown timer started 30 minutes before Travis came out. And that as the timer was going down, the crowd became tighter and tighter. And this is when the, the crowd issue really begins. Um, before he even comes out, people are pushing up as front as, you know, to get as close to the front as they can, which is, of course, crunching people, making it harder to breathe. And that seems really stupid to have this 30 this thirty minute countdown. So that's just like upping the oh, anticipation. Yeah. 
you know, versus most artists will just like, come, come out on. when they come out. Right. And so no one's really like waiting for that moment. Yeah. You know, that just seems fucking stupid. Yep, absolutely. And I guess by the time you did come out for his first song, that's when people already were starting to pass out. Uh, let's watch a little bit of a, her clip here. I was very anxious. I, I could feel, you know, myself losing the ability to breathe. It was really hard with the amount of people around me. Um, I remember feeling, uh, I right before I passed out, I tried to turn my head to tell my boyfriend, I couldn't turn my head, but I tried to tell him to, I really was gonna have him tell my son that I loved him because I honestly did not think I was gonna make it out of there. I'm not trying to be dramatic. I straight up thought I was gonna die. When you regained consciousness, what did you do next and what was happening around you? I woke up and I remember I woke up in an unfamiliar area. I think I was put in the VIP section behind general admission. I woke up with a water bottle in my lap and I looked around and I watched. They were dropping people off, going back to get more people out of the crowd. I noticed one uh, younger guy uh, looked real bad. Eyes rolled back with his head and I stopped the security guy that was about to put him down. I said, "Does have you checked the pulse? I, he said, no, I don't know. How can you help me? I said, yeah, I'm an ICU nurse. Let me take a look really quick. Did not feel a pulse. I said, hey, don't put him down. You need to go take him to a medical tent. I said, get him out of here. Um, another security guard overheard me say I was an ICU nurse and he said, hey, can you come help us? Wow, good for her. Having her own issues and then jumping into action and helping other people. Mm -hmm. She's a hero. So many Absolutely. heroes at this event. Oh, yeah. So many horrible fucking people, but also so many just heroes. And yeah. we'll talk more about other people who tried their best to get other people's help, tried to alert them to stop the show. Oh, it's sickening. I know. So as, you know, the show's starting, people are getting tighter and tighter. People are saying that it's pretty much impossible to exit. And the only exit was, again, at the front, um, at, the main at the main entrance. And most of the time when there's actually like all of the time when there's events like this, there's some type of emergency exit. There's other exits in place. So I don't know what the hell that was about they yeah. I, I don't know what if there was a fire what if there was a mm -hmm. you know some other type of terrible violence that occurred that people need to get out of there quick i mean this is ridiculous wouldn't they have a plan maybe there was some type of plan if there was you know a violence that's yeah not that this wasn't violent, violent. but um we're trying not to use the word to trigger you too but you know yeah. what's happened at concerts in america sadly yeah. in the past. so they've got to have a plan for that like maybe they plan to just like take gates down and just let people go yeah. or but that that should have been implied at you know done as soon as this was declared a mass casualty right exactly yeah people said that or there were people around um each other's collapsing um losing consciousness Every, one person says everyone was crying it was the scariest sound i've ever heard imagine listening to travis scott and people screaming for their lives at the same time yeah the, that's the one of the creepiest things about it is the type of music the auto tune like the weird kind of up and down sounds while all this is taking place yeah. like and it's just ugh, it's or very like party music while creepy. people are dying yeah. and yeah obviously there's plenty of footage if you want to look it up where you can hear people screaming there's um, you know, full 30 minute clips uploaded to YouTube and you can hear screams throughout it. There's mm -hmm. timestamps that people are leaving in the comments of you can hear something here. You can hear something here. Yep. And just the way that they were mashed in there. Um, so like if you 
see some of the video where they're some of the people that were up just against the barriers mm-hmm. or the the sides uh, yep. and they're being crushed up against the side. Yep. I've I've personally never been in a situation like that. Oh, never. And I I would have had a complete panic oh, attack. Of course. I can barely I get anxious at concerts where there's seats and people have plenty of room, mm-hmm. but like I've never been that close to a stage where there's even like pushing or like any type of mosh pit feel mm-hmm. yeah. cuz I just I just can't I don't know, I'm too introverted and weird for that like I just can't push through people and so I guess I have no understanding of what that would be like like I've been trying to picture what would it be like to have people crushed up against you and it's not just like that one person's force it's thousands of people's force Mm -hmm. and kind of looking more into this and learning about crowd trampolines and things like this is is mind-blowing it becomes more powerful than an ocean wave that many yes. people push together. It yeah. is so forceful. Oh, yeah. So if a group, you know, starts collapsing or one person collapses on top of another and then it's just, it's I like mean, dominoes. I saw dog piles of like six to 12 people just mm-hmm. on top of each other. And then not only are they on top of each other and trying to get up, they're being forced in further and further mm-hmm. and further. And mm-hmm. um, what's really unfortunate is we're hearing so many personal experiences of people just seeing the worst of humanity, people who just wanted to have the best view were willing to step on people. Um, I saw, God, I saw this dude post a picture of his shoes after the show and was like, great concert, but really sad to all who lost their lives. And he posted these pictures of his shoes that are covered in blood. Oh my God. And it's just like, that. that's so sick. I mean, it's hearing some of the stories Yes, there were heroes and you, it obviously brings your faith in humanity up. But then you hear things like that and yeah, to wow. hear how people are just stepping on people so that they could get a better view of Travis Scott. And it's really disappointing because um, at least the most experiences that I've had at concerts is it's mm-hmm. very much like a community feel because yes. you're all there for the same person, meaning you know you, automatically you have something in common that you enjoy that same music. And it's kind of like this unspoken rule of like look out for your neighbor look out for Mm -hmm. each other um you know try and like take care of each other you see someone who's you know too drunk or too messed up and has passed out help them get them help if you you know it's oh it's it's really sad that this is what it came to that people were willing to just Mm -hmm. have no regard for anyone else Mm -hmm. and just trample over people step over people and of course some of those people were trying to save their own oh, lives yeah. and they had no other when choice panic of course and you're like holy shit i'll do whatever i can yeah. to get out of here but when you're just trying to get to the fuck in front of the stage mm-hmm. i mean you have no sense of humanity or care for anyone else and like you said um you know i haven't been to many shows in my life so i have really no experience with like big crowds or anything like mm-hmm. that or even like you know you go to a lot of dead cover shows mm-hmm. and i think that's a completely different environment a different you know, sense in the crowd. Mm -hmm. And so there's been, it's interesting. There's been a lot of talk around this Woodstock documentary. Mm. I can't remember this exactly what it's called, but it's on um, HBO max. And I watched it last night because so many people were talking about that. And that was a revival of Woodstock in 99 with artists from, you know, from the Uh nineties, they had kid rock, uh, limp biscuit. Uh huh. Um, I can't even remember the others that were there. Alanis Morissette and just watching the footage from it, mm-hmm. which was 
super horrific how this whole like if you have not seen it i definitely recommend watching it it's pretty wild how all of this happened just from a chaos standpoint like sure. people were like swimming in like a urinal had knocked over a, a porta potty at one point had knocked over and people were like swimming in what they thought was mud and then people started eating it as like to be crazy and people there's videos of people just like eating the mud and it's actually shit uh what the yeah. fuck public Ew. showers the amount of uh sexual assaults at this oh. was crazy oh, like sure. people were the big thing back then was to like just go topless and yeah. like everyone was doing it at at this uh festival and men would just come up and grab them oh, God. but even watching that which was so horrific i just noticed the personal space even in like the mosh section yeah. for most of it it got really bad at the end of it obviously if you've seen it you know what i'm talking about but like for the first couple days of the festival yeah. people had some space like no one was slammed up against each other it wasn't like that yeah you know like even watching like people dance i was just like amazed like wow people had like kind of a sense to step away right. from people and there were people helping other people and yeah it got it got really crazy because uh, the lead singer of Limp Bizkit. I can't remember his name. What's his uh, fucking name? He's he incited a ton of violence on his stage and like really, really ramped people Fred up. Fred Durst. Fred Durst. That's right. And he was completely out of control and um, ended up. It got so crazy that they handed out. First of all, at this concert, they handed out candles to people in the crowd, like little like light up candles. Okay. And people started setting shit on oh, fire. I was gonna say, yeah. So there was fire sure. everywhere. That's great. Multiple people died. Oh my God. And it was the biggest shit show of a festival probably in history. And Astrofest was worse. There were more deaths at Astrofest. Wow. When this was multiple days. Wow. So, wow. I mean, that just tells you a lot, you know, like this documentary just came out and people are learning about how bad that was and how far we've come with festivals. And then right. this happens. And wow. this is the worst thing to happen in God. all time. That is so, so sad. It really is. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, stuff like this has been happening for a long time, sadly. Um, I remember back in, I was hearing about in 1969, Meredith Hunter was at a Rolling Stones concert and actually approached the stage and then was like violently driven off by members of Hell's Angels, Angels Motorcycle Club, which I guess had agreed to be their security. I wonder if they just like decided to do that or if they were contracted out. That's fucking weird. It's I've never so heard of bizarre. That. But he was stabbed to death. Stabbed? Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know a lot about it. So I don't want to like not speak on something I don't know about. Um, but yeah, absolutely terrible. And I know that from then on, a lot of people who um, artists and bands who went to concerts would kind of make it a point to take a step back, get some space. Mm -hmm. You guys are looking a little close, like take you know between these songs let's take a step back wouldn't and, the dead do that yeah, the, the dead made kind of like a joke at one point um it wasn't really a joke but there's this one recording and i've listened to it a million times and they're like all right now we're gonna play everyone's favorite game take a step back and they'd be like <laughs> with the drums take a step back and like, take another step back and another step back <laughs> and one more step back they're like oh doesn't that feel much better and then jerry garcia was like yeah a lot of your friends up in the front were looking really bug-eyed with how close they were getting and so i think for a while it was very like you know, we need to make sure that people have room so that this doesn't happen again. And unfortunately, you know, stuff like this continues to happen. But yeah, like you said, this was by far the worst. And also with, you know, so much discussion around what responsibility does the artist have, mm -hmm. there have been a lot of clips going around of various artists 
stopping their show, making sure someone was safe, even hopping off the stage. Um, so we'll insert several of those. Uh, Chester Beddingfield from Lincoln Park. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Yo. We got a little problem Pick up here. Up. Pick them up right Everybody now. Everybody up. Sorry, you guys. We got to look out for safety first, for real. Let's go over it one more time. When someone falls, what do you do? When someone falls, what do you do? Really amazing. Post Malone has had multiple times where he stopped shows mm-hmm. or told people to make sure, you know, a woman who he had seen fall got back up. Somebody needs help down there. You guys sound fucking beautiful, man. God bless you. Can we get some help down there? Somebody needs help. Mm-hmm. I mean, for way smaller things than this, that yeah, they've completely absolutely. stopped their shows. And that's just basic, um, you know, Care in, in music others? events, too. Like, that's like, that should be a top priority of any company that produces this type of event. Yeah, I agree. You know, I just, I don't understand what possibly could have gone wrong here other than just pure... I would feel responsible as an artist of like, oh, these are yeah. people coming to see me. Yes. Like, like I love these people. About them. Right. Oh, Kurt Cobain. There's a great clip. I want to play that too. Up on the field, anybody? How's it feel, huh? Look at him, look at him. <laughs> look at him, look at him. <laughs> there's Such logic, amazing, there's man. Lincoln Park. Yeah, let's just go ahead and run through a few clips. Come on, don't worry about it. Are you guys okay? You having a good time? Yeah! 
Well, listen, you guys make sure that you're drinking water, stay hydrated. People come here, they wait, they wait outside for hours all day. You know what I'm saying? I get it, I feel you, but it's like, it ain't worth waking up in the hospital tomorrow. If you're thirsty, go get something to drink. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yo, yo, stop, stop with the lights, stop, stop, stop. We're not even playing a song, look at that. Let, let them figure that out. Make sure everybody's cool, dude. We're far away from hospitals and stuff, so let's make sure everybody's just All right, she had a seizure, she's okay. We're walking around right there, she's all good. She woke up, saw my face. So that just really shows you how an artist should care yep. for their fans, right? Yep, absolutely. Okay, so let's continue with the timeline right, here. Let's continue on. So around 9.30, officials started receiving the first reports of people who were injured in the crowd, and they requested more help on the scene. And the police chief actually went to producers and alerted them that people were going down. Again, at 9.38, so just a few minutes after, the police chief officially declared a mass casualty event. And again, only two minutes had passed from the time that it was declared a mass casualty event to the first person getting help. So everything starts happening really, really fast. And again, witnesses described that everyone in the crowd was like screaming, stop the show, help us. People are passing out. Um, it was, but it was drowned out by the music because it was so loud and but so chaotic. was it? I don't know. I am struggling with that because here's the thing. People, there was multiple groups within the crowd that were chanting in large numbers, stop the show, stop the show. Yeah. People were screaming for help, hundreds, hundreds of people. And let's remember, Travis Scott is on some fucking like stand. He's not only like a, is he on the stage, right. but he's on this. He's like, wait, yeah. he's got like a bird's eye view. He's got yeah. a bird's eye view. The best vantage point in the whole house. Mm -hmm. Plus the amount of fucking cameras mm -hmm. on this shit because this was an Apple music live stream event. Mm -hmm. So they had all this pressure for this amazing show. And they, they had so many cameras, like every single angle up above, right behind him, underneath him. Mm -hmm. Someone is monitoring those because it's a fucking live stream. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're making, someone's watching this. Right. And I just don't believe that no one saw anyone doing anything. They were literally holding people up who had passed out. They were trying to like crowd surf people out mm -hmm. and get them to the barriers and then literally, dude, because they had no, no other choice of not blaming people who did this, but they were throwing injured yeah. people over the barricades, hoping that they could get medical help. Unbelievable. It, it truly is fucking shocking. Concerts, I've never heard of anything like this. Half the time, the monitors that are out on the stage and shit are showing people in mm -hmm. the crowds, like dancing and yeah. what, doing whatever. So it's like, hello, yeah. don't tell me you didn't see this. And they have so many different angles, like yeah. and multiple people watching each angle. It's Apple Music. The amount of money that went into this fucking concert, like let's talk about the fire, the fireworks, the, um, the massive amount of props, stage, the stage. The, everything. Yeah. And so let's fucking hope with all the money that went into this that he at least had an earpiece that someone could tell him what was going on right totally because right. i just don't believe when when the police are coming to to live nation or whoever they they alerted this to mm -hmm. that this was a mass casualty event mm -hmm. and they made the decision to keep fucking performing yeah. that's on travis yep. that's on live nation that's all on everyone that coordinate that whoever was in charge of communicating this. Even the cameramen, as people were walking up to them and trying to tell Screaming the cameramen, they were like, like, people are dying. Get away, get mm -hmm. away. Because mm -hmm. all it's all about the profit and about the hype. And I truly think that 
he, I have a lot of thoughts because I think Travis is personally, I think he's a total clout goblin. Like he's addicted to the hype, to the numbers. Mm -hmm. He's always about making his shows look crazier and wilder than everyone else. And Mm -hmm. with this being filmed by Apple music and being some big event, I think he wanted it to just look nuts. Like it was just insane. Yeah. And there was no thought at all about what could have happened. And I, I just don't believe that he wasn't at least somewhat aware. Maybe he didn't know how many casualties or just how bad it actually was. Uh-huh. But you're seeing an ambulance in the crowd trying to get through. Mm-hmm. You're seeing multiple people, whole groups of people caving in on themselves. I know he fucking saw I know. That. It's yeah. wild to, oh. to not be able to. Go ahead, Sid. No, no. I was just going to say, like, if he was that high up and there's that many people, right? Even if, like, in different sections... He could easily see the crowd coming towards or like people falling down like here and there, mm-hmm. people being thrown thrown. Yeah. Like he's not like he's I feel like he's acting like I had no clue. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You're looking at everyone and maybe you're you can't seeing see an it clearly. Ambulance. Yeah. And yeah. then not to mention people are getting on this. Well, it's not a traditional ambulance. It was like some type of it's golf, like golf cart, cart ambulance. Yeah. Motherfucker. Motherfuckers started getting on top of it to get a better view. There's videos of people climbing on top of this ambulance so that they could get a better view. The amount of like, I can't even, I can't even wrap my mind around a person like that. Like I, I would want to rip their asses off there and beat their ass. No, it's hard, it but is it's fucking like, terrible. How could you do that? What are, what the fuck what are you What does an ambulance mean? There's only one thing that that means yeah. is something or someone is hurt. Something's going yeah. wrong and they need to get like, what do you do when you're driving a car? You get the fuck out of the way. Yes. What makes this any different? And at a concert, it's very rare for an ambulance to be going through uh, the crowd. Yeah. Like if someone broke their arm or, or passed like out. passed out, People it, usually it, a bouncer comes, right. picks them up and walks them off. Exactly. So you've got to know this yeah. is not common. And then yeah. let's for a second, and talk about Kylie Jenner, who's filming all of this, yep. posting to her Instagram story, dude, as the ambulance is trying to get through this crowd. Yep. And to me, I'm like, I think, like I said, these people are hype addicts. They they care so much about how everything looks. Look how many fucking people. The ambulance. This is wild. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Better like he's the best rapper in the world. And I don't think there is any thought of like what the ambulance fucking means, dude. It's not just looking crazy. It's, right. I mean, and you're Kylie Jenner. You could have done something. You could have alerted someone like you don't think if she started freaking out and oh. raising a stink that oh, it would they could have gotten this shut down. Absolutely. It's just I think that was the most mind blowing part about this is to hear that this was considered a mass casualty and yep. it went on for 40 fucking minutes. And then Drake was brought out, that which is, is only going to make so, everything worse. So bad. And the, they're jumping up and down on the stage. I can't even think about how many people were probably jumping on people's bodies. Oh, my God. It's so sick. It is. It's truly fucking terrible. I mean, there's really no excuse, honestly. There really is no excuse. I guess Travis would only take tiny little breaks between his songs before starting another one. Mm-hmm. And the crowd was like screaming mm-hmm. for help. He between- could break. Yeah. yeah. When the music was off, he should have been able to hear it. Yep. I just don't believe that was pure ignorance. Yep. It's absolutely terrible. At one point, there's a TikTok that um, shows Travis paused his performance, looked confused at the crowd as an ambulance drove through the crowd. But then he kept going. There's reports that he had stopped three times to ask those 
people to help others. I don't know if that's true. Let's go he, ahead. And- he did stop. I saw at least once. Um, yeah, here's here's so one of the time, okay. parts where he asks for them to stop. It's an ambulance. I don't know why the show still went on after this. The fact that it continued after that, like she said, whoever this TikToker is, yeah, pff, fucking trash. It is. He, that's just straight up confirmation. He saw the ambulance and he chose to keep going. Yeah. And all of this is going to be used against him as oh, evidence absolutely. in court. Of course. So. Yep. I have a quick question. Yeah. yeah go I'm ahead. I'm wondering if you guys know this answer, but um, do you guys know if there was like a point when you know, other, like the fire department was alerted or like the other, you know, police department. I know there is police there, mm-hmm. but why it went on, like why this wasn't just completely, like they, they couldn't do anything about it. Like, like I'm just why curious. Did, why like, didn't they shut yeah, it down? Why didn't, why wasn't yeah. there like a mass amount of uh, security? I'm a bit you know, confused I don't know. about that too. Cause mm-hmm. I know that the, you know, police, the police chief was already aware that it was going to probably be a bad situation before right, the show right. even sounds like so mm-hmm. i'm sure they already had extra like resources backup, preparing though. for it mm-hmm. um but i i'm not sure i have the same question as you like why couldn't why are the police not shutting this down themselves yeah they should have just right, gone. Right. i would have i mean at some point why wouldn't they just walk on the stage themselves or uh-huh. um at least get to someone or like behind the stage or, or something and just be like point. this has oh. to stop or you'll I be sued yeah, yeah, that would, yeah, that would definitely be worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take that back. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying to like do something to shock the crowd enough to get them to get right, out of that right, area. Yeah. Obviously, that would have made everything worse. But you I know, mean, you'd think that there would be something they could have done. I think they easily, if enough police come behind the scene, behind the stage, and they're like, "For you need to shut this down yeah. right now, or you're going to be sued by the state." Right. I'm I'm confused too. I think a lot of the details we just don't understand right now. Yeah, to be honest, exactly. It's, it's a lot just, of it's very fuzzy. It's very still. confusing. Um, yeah, yep. people say it's unclear if he heard cries from the audience. Blah blah blah. Again, I don't know. Yes, he paused for a few times, but like you said, he kept going. Yep. Yeah. Be, I mean, people are gonna go fucking nuts for that. You yeah. know, there's people passing out in your crowd. People said they couldn't even breathe because there was like limited oxygen and then all the smoke from the fireworks and the fire things yeah. like it was just so heavy and hard to, to hard to breathe. And especially if you're short, then uh-huh. you're just completely stuck underneath mm-hmm. all these people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's so wild. Well, and also people took their ch- I mean, obviously people took their children and this was like yes. the first festival for a lot of people. Yeah. And like this is going to be. I don't even know if they'll ever be able to go to another concert again. You know what I mean? Like this oh, is I don't probably think I would be able to. I don't think I would be able to. This is I think a lot of people from this will have tra- like trauma for a fucking long time. trauma for. Yeah, exactly. And like, I don't I don't know. Like, I just I'm thinking about like all the kids that were there and like the that's kids. just heartbreaking. Like Which, a 10 year old. There's a 10 year old in critical care right now. There like, should yeah. not. I'm sorry, but I think it is so irresponsible for concerts and these types of festivals to allow kids yes. to go mm-hmm. to shows. There mm-hmm. is no reason for you to bring your kid to a festival, especially a Travis Scott festival, which has a history of, you know, people jumping over barricades, uh, violence occurring. Like there's been things in the past. I can't imagine as a parent ever thinking that's a good environment. There's video we will overlay of a two year old being held up yep. in the air. Yeah, I mean, 
I have no words. I honestly didn't ever, I've never really been to something like that. I've, I've personally never seen a child, especially under five at a fucking concert. Really? Myself. No, I've never Is seen that. that. I see it all the time. Yeah, but that, especially at a rap concert, the amount of like weed and drugs that are around. Right. God, someone's going around pricking people. We're going to get into that in a second. But yeah. people were getting shot up with drugs. Mm-hmm. What if that happened to your baby? I'm just, oh my God, dude, I have no words. I didn't think that was even a thing. I did not think you could legally bring a child. Yeah. Now, some <laughs> shows are 18 plus, 21 plus, but. And Travis most Scott aren't. should have been. Why was right. it not? What the fuck? Yeah, Storm, yeah, Stormy was there. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, like, I just, it's so irresponsible for literally everyone involved if you want to think about it that way stormy could have got hurt you know what i mean yes and like there are so many possibilities like kylie yep. could have gotten hurt yep like, no and, and they were so like right. right behind they were literally like right behind the crowd like they weren't that far from like yeah the ga you know i don't know well, they were GA, like in this vip like, section in the beginning and mm-hmm. like you'd think that okay maybe that could be safe she's surrounded by kylie's bodyguard she's in her own little room thing whatever but then there's footage of her walking through the crowd with a bunch of bodyguards around her and she's holding Stormy mm-hmm. and she's going through the fucking crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like <gasps> mind blown. By and that. she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're clearly not doing good security checks here. Uh, who knows what people could have been bringing in? Like if they're not, if they're barely checking COVID stuff, are they barely checking purses? If people are bringing they in are that much checking that drugs, video of them trampling and running through. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. You can't check it. So the whole event, as soon as people broke in, should have been called off from the beginning, from the fucking beginning yep. of it. Yeah, it's really bad. I know. Yeah, I mean, I know. I mean, with people freaking out too, like that bad in my mind. I because at first, like you said, I did think it was a shooting too, because I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that's what the news did say at first. I'm the oh, Denver really? news, like very yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. I didn't. Know I that. did, but it, I read it again. And I was like, wait, there was no, you know, yeah, yeah. fire. Yeah, I remember but I'm just thinking that wondering, at first like, too. Being there, if someone brings in a weapon or something, and I don't know, you, I'm just in my mind too. Imagine all the panic and whatnot. Yeah. I just think it was already I'm, so bad, but unfortunately, most minds in America go directly to that when you hear a loud noise or you hear people screaming mm-hmm. in a loud event. I mean, that's kind of what we're programmed to think now, sadly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'm sure that the the screaming and the people passing out already is scary in itself. But then all those thoughts start to come out and people start panicking and then they're desperate to get out and your body is, you're going into like fight or flight mode and you're trying everything you can to get the fuck out of that situation. If that's trampling other people or just yeah. like, you know, doing whatever you can. It's, it's like survival instincts, yes. you know? And I don't think you can even really understand what that would be like unless you've ever been in no, a situation yeah. like that. Like it just becomes life or death. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> so then only like 40 minutes after this whole thing started, the festival was stopped. Um, and that's wild that in 40 minutes, all this shit happened. Well, I think it'd been like happening throughout the night, but 40 sure. minutes from it being declared a mass casualty. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean. And there, like we said, let's get in more into this, the drugs that were going yeah. around. So let's go ahead and do that. But before we do, okay. let's go ahead and uh, Take one do one more break. break. Okay. We'll, we'll be, be right, right back. So there were also several reports um, on Friday of people who claim that they were pricked by needles at the show. Yeah. And the one that's kind of verified at this point um, was from the Houston police. They, the, the chief actually did 
a press conference confirming this because it was kind of going around. TMZ reported it first, mm-hmm. but people weren't really sure because TMZ, you know. One of the narratives was that some individual was injecting other people with drugs. We do have a report of a security officer, according to the medical staff that was out and treated him last night, that he was reaching over to uh, restrain or grab a citizen and he felt a prick in his neck. When he was examined, he went unconscious. They administered Narcan. He was revived and the medical staff did notice a prick that was similar to um, uh, a prick that you would get if somebody's trying to inject. Narcan is a drug that's used to treat narcotic overdoses, and luckily he was revived, and medical staff noted the small prick. They actually saw it, so they were able to confirm that that's what happened. And there's several reports of people feeling that way. And you wonder how many of the deaths, because I know some were cardiac arrest, some Mm -hmm. were trampled. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, And you wonder how many of those people had also been affected by whatever this was. I'm guessing Mm -hmm. personally, don't know at this point, but I'm guessing it was probably fentanyl probably because it's so rampant right now. And if someone was really trying to harm people, that would probably be the easiest way to do it, sadly. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wonder how many of those people that were trampled had passed out or how many of the people that were passing out. Was it because of the heat of the compression not being able to breathe or mm-hmm. was there other things at play like how many people actually sure were given these drugs because well, if you pass and- out maybe you could be trampled after that right right yep that's a great point point. and obviously once you're already passed out then you're going to get more injured because you're literally laying there unconscious from right. being pricked and now you can't help yourself and it, i mean yeah. also the fact that even if you weren't pricked and you were willingly taking substances or drinking or whatever it was if mm-hmm. you're under the influence you know you're dehydrated, you're loud, there's loud music. It's just a whole recipe for something to go wrong. And then once you add in the actual crowd surge into that, I mean, it's just, it's literally a recipe for disaster. Yeah. And it, I do kind of wonder like how much, you know, this person who was going around pricking people actually had to do with all of this uh-huh. because this is so insane and nothing we've ever seen before. And I was asking people on Twitter today um, who have been to large festivals if yeah. they've experienced anything like this. And some people had experienced like crowd rushes and panic sure. attacks and um, creepy things happening, but obviously nothing like this. No. And so I guess to try to make sense of it, I'm wondering if like how much the drugs really played into it. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm not sure if we'll ever be able to like really definitively. Well, they have to interview people and right. so many people will be subpoenaed as witnesses. True. So Travis, of course, is claiming that he had no idea what was happening in the crowd mm-hmm. until he was off stage. Right. Again, I find that really hard to believe. Obviously, Travis, he's an adult, but there's like a lot of professional adults who should have been looking out and should have come, come on the stage, told him, told him in his earpiece. I know that he had an earpiece. Come on. What kind right. of jank? There's no way that he didn't have one. Well, people were saying that that was the reason why he couldn't hear the the crowd was because of his earpiece. Mm. So well, there's probably one right. earpiece, and well, he does yeah, probably yeah. have like the music in. I mean, I guess, but, but also no, no, no. you can see people. Yeah, no, like that. I'm just saying, like yeah. that that is so conflicting yeah. because he saw, he the saw them. He saw he saw it. Like yeah, he literally even saw said it. it. And venue staff, yeah. festival directors, executive producers, they have the opportunity to buzz in his ear. Hi, mm-hmm. stop 
stop the show or run on and usher him yep. off. Also, but they just didn't do that. People were literally like going up to staff and telling them, hey, people mm -hmm. are fucking dying. We need help. And they were literally, like you guys said, like they were literally shushing them away. Yeah, we'll put in some clips of that as well. Two, um, two people, heroes, climbed up onto the stage yeah. and were screaming and trying to you know, help however they could. And they were literally being shooed away. Mm -hmm. so yeah. So Travis saying he didn't know is complete bullshit. So let's play his um, response, which was very weak, yeah. very weak and light, way too high, lighthearted in wake of what has just happened. I just want to send out prayers to the, to the ones that was lost last night. We're actually working right now to identify the families so we can help assist them through this tough time. You know, my fans, my fans, like, my fans really mean the world to me. And I always just really want to leave them with a positive experience. And any time I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I, you know, I stop the show and, you know, help them get the help they need, you know? Um, I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. Uh, we've been working closely We've been working closely with everyone to just try to get to the bottom of this, the city of Houston, HPD, fire department, you know, everyone to, you know, help us, help us figure this out. So if you, if you have any information, um, you know, please just contact your local authorities. Um, everybody continue to just keep your prayers. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly just devastated and. I could never imagine anything like this just happening. I'm gonna do everything I can to keep you guys updated and just keep you guys informed on what's going on. Um, love you all. Dude. Yeah. What kind of fucking really statement bad. is that? Really, and really then his, bad. And like Instagram statement too. was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sad. I'm working with the police to figure it out. I'm not sure at that point he like fully understood the magnitude of what this means. And, and I mean, dude, he is so fucking done at this point. The, so when, it, when you um, organize an event, you have to apply obviously. And concert venues are responsible. It's not the artist that's responsible. Right. So concert venues have an insurance policy, obviously, mm -hmm. and they will only accept people that, you know, are known for having shows that are, that can be maintained and don't have a history of this. So it was probably hard for him to find a venue that would allow him in the first place, considering he's incited violence in the past. He's right. had people jump over things. He's encouraged people to climb on things. Right. He's always done this shit. And um, he actually was arrested and charged at one point for inciting violence in one of his crowds. So it's probably hard for him to get this as it is. He will never, ever be able to do anything this large, maybe even another concert again, because he will always be known as the person who had the most violent concert in fucking history. Like, this is so damaging to his career. Not that I feel bad for him at all, but like, it is fucking over. This, I don't know if it is. <laughs> dude, I don't, this isn't just like, fucking up and being canceled he no, is no, no. he's yeah, he's <sighs> of course there'll still be fans there'll be people that defend him but this is a major stain on him 
on the Kardashians, on Kylie, mm-hmm. the way that she acted about it. Yeah, posting um, that and then and then taking off the Instagram and then um, posting up a, a little word blob that was like, Travis and I mm-hmm. are broken and devastated. My thoughts and prayers are with those who lost their lives, were injured or affected in any way in yesterday's events. And also for Travis, who I know cares deeply for his fans and the Houston community, I want to make it clear that we weren't aware of any fatalities until the news came out after the show and in no world would have continued filming or performing. I am sending my deepest condolences to all the families during the difficult time. We'll be praying for them, praying for their healing, blah, blah, blah. Of course. Okay. Maybe they didn't know about the fatalities. That's quite possible. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, but you knew that there was serious injuries going There's on. There's something going on. Someone something the ambulance it. is flying through. I Hello? know that at least Kylie had to hear it. And the crowd, the crowd was chanting, stop the show so loud and for so long and from multiple parts. You got to know something is bad. It's not, I, I can't understand that response. It's complete negligence. It's no regard for anyone no. else. Profit and hype over everything yep. else. And there's just truly nothing anyone can say. Yeah. Um, it's absolutely terrible. I was never personally a fan of Travis Scott's music. I was. You, I know you were. I'm my like a huge fan, no, but, but you, I like him. Yeah, and I totally, I, I get it. It's probably really hard for fans right now. Well, people who are like diehard, like if that's mm-hmm. your favorite artist, I can't imagine if, if the Grateful Dead did something like this and people were dead, I would be fucking devastated. Yeah. I'd be devastated. And how can you not be angry, of especially course. as be one of those so fans? Pissed. Especially being there. like, you let us down. Yep. You don't give a fuck about us. Just continued. And then even there are clips of Travis, you know, there's someone who is being, they'd either passed out or being taken out on a stretcher and he like, you know, shut down the show. And then he just, he continues singing. Oh, oh, oh. Just play it slowly. We need somebody to help him. Somebody passed out right here. Somebody passed out right here. Hold on, don't touch him, don't touch him. Everybody just back up. Somebody jump in, come on, come on. Security, get in there, let's get in there, let's get in there, let's get in there, let's get in there. Yeah. 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 He continues singing this like creepy auto tune. Was he? Is it the one where he was like really like it was like a very slow kind of song? Yeah, and he was, was like, like yeah. yeah, that was. I can't deal with the auto tune stuff. He has way too much auto tune for my personal taste. Yeah. But I, and honestly, that's what's so creepy is thinking about people who were on the floor trying like trying to save their lives or dying, and meanwhile, this creepy auto tune, such obnoxious music, is playing so loud like i cannot imagine what the ends of their lives were like yeah it's absolutely terrible and like you said uh back in 2018 he pled guilty to disorderly contact at a outdoor venue in rogers arkansas and i guess um yeah the police that he encouraged people to rush the stage bypass security which is just so stupid like these are your fans don't you want them Mm -hmm. safe and yep. yeah, I guess a few people were um, injured in that rush. And then, yeah, additional charges were held uh, and put on him for inciting a riot and endangering the welfare of a minor. Uh, but I guess they were dismissed as part of his plea deal. And he was required to pay 6800 bucks to the two people who were injured at the show. Uh, back in 2015, he pled guilty to reckless conduct in Chicago after he was accused of sparking a stampede at a summer festival by urging fans to climb over barriers. Yep. And a judge ordered that Scott be supervised by the court for a year. Um, he is being sued by a concert goer after he mm-hmm. fell from a balcony at a show in Manhattan in 2017. Travis denies that he did anything wrong in that. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, he has a history of having issues with uh, live performances. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about the lawsuits that are happening right now. Yeah, there um, will be more by the time this episode goes up. Yeah, there will definitely be more. But he's so far facing more than a dozen lawsuits. And again, it's only Monday, so we can assume there will be more. Um, and then at least two criminal investigations are also um, underway. So specifically, a few people that have come out and spoken about their lawsuits is 23-year-old Kristen uh, Paredes. 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 I'm not sure. Um she was one of those who were severely injured and she's suing Live Nation and the venue. And she claims that she felt an immediate push at the front of the GA section as soon as Travis went on stage. She says the crowd became chaotic and a stampede began. Many begged security guards hired by Live Nation Entertainment for help but were ignored. The lawsuit almost also claims that Travis had incited mayhem and chaos prior to events uh, or, or prior events like we had just talked about. And defendants knew or should have known that because of Travis's prior events that, you know, this is already kind mm-hmm. of a high stake. You need to right. he needs to be on extra watch, essentially, because of his history. Oh, it's just such a nightmare. I'm so disappointed in in all of them. Like, yeah. it's just and especially like, you know, it's hard when I first heard about this. I, I felt bad for Travis before I understood any of how this happened yeah. or like saw the video footage myself because mm-hmm. I was like this is a failure of live nation, the security, and he, maybe he didn't know. Yeah. But the more you see, it's like, how, how did you not know? How did you not know? Uh, there was another lawsuit that was filed um, from a man named Manuel Souza mm-hmm. uh, who was crushed and injured. And then, yeah, jury trial is going to be determining the exact amount of damages um, according to Manuel's lawsuit. But he is seeking monetary relief of over a million dollars. Yeah, there will there will be several. And, you know, these plaintiffs have plenty of evidence, yes. vi- visual evidence, video evidence, you know. Right. Uh, it's a pretty solid case and it's looking like Travis will be held liable. I mean, he better be in some form. And I hope some people from Live Nation like literally go to jail over this. I hope it's not just like a bunch of fines that those rich assholes can just get out. I think it'll be that. Well, I can't even let my mind go there because then I just get so pissed. I hope pissed. not. I'm not saying that's what I want by any means, but I just have this <sighs> d- bad feeling. I just hope like, come on, like there's cancel culture. There's people who make mistakes and then there's this kind of shit. You know, this is like so unexcusable and not a single excuse for it. I mean, I could never be a Travis Scott fan after seeing how it's this very was handled and his actions afterwards. Yeah, his that video. Yeah, that's pathetic. such that is so pathetic. pathetic. I can't even absolutely remember terrible. how. Um, obviously, this is a completely different situation. But remember after Manchester and how yeah. emotionally torn up. Ariana was and obviously she didn't continue performing everything was shut down immediately but she was but she had so much genuine concern genuine care for her fans put together a charity event helped all of the families and was immediate about it yeah she was immediate and it wasn't just like a bullshit little statement it was so heartfelt and yeah you know and and you see all these other artists like we played earlier who care so much about their fans that they will cut 
cut it in the middle of it. Tell them, mm-hmm. shut off the music, shut mm-hmm. it off. And adult, I mean, some of them are like walking out into the venue and risking their own safety to make sure someone's okay in the yeah. audience or stopping people from getting sexually assaulted. Uh-huh. And this is just, ah, God, I'm it's so mad. Really it's so fucking sick. I did, um, right before we started recording, looked up just to see if there was any anything that had come out. And the latest news is that Travis has offered to cover the cost of the funerals for the eight victims that have lost their lives so far. That's the fucking least you can yeah, do. Yeah, I know, right? I and better see a lot I more I guess he's you, also bro. partnering with BetterHelp to provide free therapy. Oh, wow. I so like better feel help is getting a fucking sponsorship, basically. Exactly. Out of it. Yeah. That's Come what I was going to say right now. It's like, that's just money for him. And I have okay. thoughts on better help anyway. Yeah. So I can I just say, um, yeah, I feel like one thing about his reaction that's so alarming is how like, I don't know what the word is, like how out of t- out of reality he is. Yes. With, with like everything that's happening, because like he is. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, he's Travis Scott. He's popular. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I've yeah. never really, I've never been a fan of him. I've never liked him. I think he's, he gives me the creeps, to be honest. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I just don't like the dude. Um, but he is, this is just proving that he, him and his whole like entourage and Kylie too, like she falls under this. They're so jaded. They're so blinded by the reality of, so true. of, of, of a normal human being. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And honestly, yeah. I think that's, yeah. Why Travis Travis was so late to respond because mm-hmm. I don't honestly know if it even clicked to him that mm-hmm. people were dying and that you can't just you can, you can yeah. just buy all this away, you know what I mean? Right. And from that response, I think that's pretty spot on because it didn't seem like it had fully registered in his mind what had just happened at his show. Right. When he made that statement. But you would think his publicist would be like, oh, bro, yeah. you're gonna have to right. do a little better than that. Yeah. I, well, I'm sure they gave him like a little script or something right. or just like, it, yeah. honestly, it kind of sounds like, like, honestly, like all of their managers and all like the people in authority from Travis and Live Nation and this fucking. Yep. Festival, over everything. I hype think, over it, everything. But it also looks like they just kind of like step back and like, all right, Travis, this is you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it really does seem like nobody, like nobody was in charge here. Literally mm-hmm. nobody's, re- nobody's responsible. Nobody's going to be held. Re- you know what I mean? And that, yeah. I just have so many, I have so I many feelings about this. I have so many. I know uh, it's, it's so frustrating because it truly, it does come back to, like I said, money over everything else, especially for live nation. Um, to think that maybe it could have messed up their Apple deal or whatever they were doing. Yeah. And so it was really just profit over people's lives. Yep. And it's like a really sad world that we're in that, you know, you'd think hum- the natural human response for everyone, you would hope that as soon as you hear someone has died, right? there's casualties right? that who cares about the money? Stop everything now. Stop. Like, and just from a PR perspective, how fucking stupid That's what I'm are saying. they? Like now, now this has happened and it's terrible. And then it's it's one thing with the event, but then it's another thing how he's reacting now. I'm mm-hmm. like, even if it's not coming from his heart or he like doesn't register, I'm like, as a PR person who works for Travis Scott, wouldn't you be trying to do damage control mm-hmm. now that all this shit has come out? And maybe that's what they're yeah. trying to do now with paying yeah. for the funerals and paying for better better help and blah blah blah. Um Roddy Rich is donating all of his profits yeah, earned um, from his performance to the loved ones and those. Yeah, that were Travis should have. That, that should have been his killed. first thing he said. All the profits, all the profits from this are going to be going towards some type of fund for right. the victims because there's and maybe so they're many working people on that behind the scenes. And yeah. everyone better get refunds for this show. Oh yeah, That's I know. What I was thinking too. I'm like, I, I wonder if they're going to like they have to refund right like that. I guess they have to. I, I would assume. I would so. assume you would so. hope so. I mean, fuck. yeah. Some of John's good friends were there and yeah. they were like, mm-hmm. 
I mean, one of them tweeted about how he was like, I cannot speak. I cannot abs- like I can absolutely not speak on what I fucking saw there. That is so, so scary. Horrible. That is so sad. It's so, I'm so glad they're okay. Me that too. Is so terrifying. Yeah. And but yeah, I th- just also from a PR perspective, from Live Nation's perspective, mm-hmm. these people are one of the biggest concert you know, companies in the world, they do thousands of shows over a hundred festivals a year. And they didn't think from, I mean, how bad is this going to be as a business decision to allow this concert to continue going, knowing that there are multiple people dead in the audience and they just let that, like, you obviously know it's going to get worse. The crowd's still condensed. People are passing out and you're just going to bring out more performers and make it worse. It's like, that's so intentionally like, so evil and stupid. Such a stupid business move. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to, so this whole thing is so fucked. And that's why I think it's interesting that a lot of people like think that this could have been some planned event. Yeah, and I don't know. <laughs> you know, I just can't imagine why they would do that. And I mean, this is I'm, fucking so career damaging for Travis. He's probably, like I said, won't be able to do a concert ever again, at least nothing like this. Yeah. Um, and he's lucky if he ever gets a venue that will host him. Because like if he, of the if, he, if he still is making music after this, to yeah. be honest, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know how the dude can continue to make music after this, to be completely yeah. honest. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, like, like you said, we'll see. We'll and see. You never know with people, but, um, yeah, you got to think too from the Kardashians' perspective. This is such a such a PR thing for them as well. Kylie really look looks, you know, super responsible, especially filming it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now this is the father of her children, and you know how the Kardashians are. I mean, it seems like a lot of things with their relationships are kind of business calculated. I sure. think a lot of us agree on that. And yeah, definitely. I wonder how long they'll even be together after this. Hmm. Good point. You know? I don't know. I think it's wild, especially, you know, as parents, I would imagine you would have a different view on lives and and, and kids being there and minors being there. And it just kind of seems like they've disregarded it mm-hmm. up until now. Yep. And, you know, I really hope that in the future days, weeks, months to come, that they can try to some. I mean, obviously, you can't bring these people back. So, no. Sadly, like the damage has been done for for many of them and it's so devastating and nothing will ever be able to compare to bringing someone back. But I hope that there will be something done that can try to whether that's a fundraising event, donating a shit ton of money, um, partnering, partnering with other uh, brands to you know, try and donate money through them. I don't know. Or maybe a new law could be put in place for concert safety. Yeah, that's a great point. Hopefully these people don't die in vain, you know, like that this will maybe prevent future things from happening like this in the past. If they can, you know, Kylie Jenner, sorry, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott have Mm -hmm. huge platforms and tons of power. You know, can they join with victims, family members to try Mm -hmm. and get them in front of um, courts that can help, bring some legislation in. I don't know. And I feel like certain artists, like I said, Ariana, you know, other people out there would do that and would Mm -hmm. already be thinking about that and not just do it for a PR perspective to look good and clean up the situation, but because they genuinely care and they're heartbroken and want to help. Right. Um, And I don't know. I don't see that really happening. I was going to just say, like, obviously, um, we have a very, very small fraction of followers compared to these people (laughs) and no one really cares and this would never happen to us. But if we, for some reason, held a meet and greet or some type of event yeah. and what even one of our fans got, got injured, injured in any way um or 
let alone pass, lost their lives. I can't even. Think I would about be it. so mentally disturbed and feel so much guilt and responsibility and just wanting to do anything I could. Yeah. To, I can't imagine just staying silent. How yeah, can you it's sleep? Disgusting. How can you like four it's days really gone by? It's it's all of them, all of them gross and i hope people go to jail there's just there's no excuse for there's this. no excuse it's pure negligence it's lack of human regard for human life and profit over everything and yeah. it's sick it's the world we live in it's yeah. all about money it really no, it really is it's all about money money <sighs> makes so the world sick. go around it's so sick but so terrible we are gonna wrap up the show there yeah i know this was uh, yeah definitely a tough one but i know uh, a lot of you guys are interested in this and wanted to hear our thoughts mm-hmm. let us and, know your thoughts below. yeah and next week um we might touch on any new updates that yeah. come out because there will be more definitely there'll be more and like we said we'll try and post this um a few days early than we normally do to try and keep up with you know so that not too much time goes by yeah um but yeah that is going to be it this week oh also real quick i just wanted to thank you all so much for your support on charlie and maggie and lila's contest really appreciate you guys and um yeah that's it for this week glad you're back i missed you thank you i miss you too thank you for holding it down for me i love you i miss you sid yeah, miss yeah. you as well, Sid. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have your partner back there either. And I think after I'm about to go to LA this week for some work, and I think after just a week of getting out of my house, clearing my head, I'll be ready to talk more um, about what's been going on next yeah. week. We'll take your so, time. Yeah, I will. Do best for you. I will. So that is it for this week, you guys. We will see you on the next sesh. But until then, keep, keep it, it fresh. fresh.